Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection, a podcast dedicated to personal growth and mental health discussions with women CEOs across the globe. It's here where inspired women get candid about what drives them to succeed and the personal challenges they've encountered on their path to success. So if you're a woman on a mission, this is the podcast you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and let's get Hi, and welcome to the show, Women CEO and Reflection. I'm your host, Marisa Jones, and I'm joined by my co-host, Neil Haley. Today's guest is Paulina Lopez. She's CEO and founder of The Business of We, Women Entrepreneurs, a best-selling author, international speaker, business consultant, and strategist. As CEO and founder of The Business of We, she is passionate about entrepreneurship and dedicated to supporting and promoting the business development of minority-owned small businesses. Celebrating women, inspiring personal and professional success, she's committed to elevating these ambitious, passion-driven women by creating a culture of excellence for them to grow, thrive, and prosper in every area of their lives. A sacred space for women to feel powerful, exuding confidence, grace, authenticity, and integrity as they create an impact in the world, serving with purpose. She's also a contributing author in today's Inspired Latina and a collaborating author in Journey to the Stage. And Paulina was awarded the 2015 New York City Latino Star Award and named in today's Inspired Latina Woman of the Year 2019. Congratulations and welcome to the show. Thank you very much for that, Marissa. I am grateful and honored to be here. I'm so excited to have you here. I have so many questions. Um, tell me a little bit about, um, you know, the business of WE and kind of what took you on the journey to start this organization? Yeah, well, it started as a need to support a busy business women and entrepreneurs on their entrepreneurial journey. So just to back up a bit, my corporate life, as I called it, was in finance and human resources. But I always had a side hustle in consultation. And I was supporting some small business owners with accounting, bookkeeping, auditing, everything they needed. And I discovered uh, firsthand a lot of fraud that was um, they were experiencing and a lot of challenges with um, securing funding or getting the right resources, tools, information, and simply the right uh, guidance to walk them through this journey. So I got very passionate about supporting these small business owners here in the New York City area. And that morphed into con consultation. And uh, it was uh, shortly after that that I stepped down from my corporate career and launched my own consulting firm. And as you know, entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> it's not for everyone. <laughs> so it took me a bit to transform that into the, obviously the corporate uh, package and the compensation that I was getting in my corporate life. So community was where it was at and creating a network and bringing women together, small business owners together. That's really where things shifted for me in my business. And I finally saw it as a really a gift that I had and more importantly, one that I can uh, get compensated accordingly at. So it's been quite a journey and quite a, a rewarding uh, path for me to say the least. I, I love that you you said community because so many and you you reached out to other women to create this community, um, right. you know, which is a little bit of what I'm doing today as well. So many women feel that other women are competitors. And I've talked about this, over, you know, with so many guests. Um, 
how do you see, um, you know, how do you reach out to other women and, you know, who might have hesitancy to work with you because they feel that they might be threatened with a collaboration? How do, how do you go about approaching someone uh, that you want to be part of the business of we? Well, first and foremost is understanding that there's room for all of us. And it's become a bit of a vetting process for me as well, because not everyone's going to be my client. Not everyone's going to be a part of the community. They have to really be committed to collaborating others. They really have to be in a space where they've done their own work. Because I know myself, I've done that, that spiritual work and that personal growth that is required for you to be able to see that um, this is not about competition. This is about collaboration. And that's where community is and uh, being able to be a support and a guide for others and lift each other up. We have room for all of us. We absolutely do. Um, talk, uh, you, you mentioned spiritual work. Um, for me, that's really important in, in aligning what I do in my business with, you know, my spiritual beliefs and my spiritual direction, right? Um, how do you incorporate that into your personal life and your business? How do you uh, align the two? Well, interestingly enough, and I think we've all witnessed that uh, in the past few years, well, we know with the C word, it's really transformed the way we run our businesses. It was a wake up call for many of us. And I realized, and I'm noticing that more and more entrepreneurs are balancing that out, that we do now have to run a bit our businesses with a different mindset, with a different approach. And spirituality is where it's at. Doing that personal growth from the very beginning is going to allow you to see how you're showing up, not just for yourself, but for others. And it definitely translates into your business. And how do you, um, when you, when you think about the mission of, of the business of we, what are some of the key things that are important to you in, in running your business? For me personally, it's about understanding that my own work is also a lifelong journey and commitment and that I cannot do this alone. And I think that's what we witnessed in the past few years is women tend to think that they have to do this alone, but instead it's important to know that you do need a sisterhood, a community of like-minded people that are on the same path as you and that understand the challenges that you're going through yourself and that we can have a sacred space for one another to talk about these things, to provide each other resources, be a source of inspiration, all of it is required for me in my business because it's the journey I took. And I felt that I was gravitating towards women that were approaching business that way. So that's exactly what I want to gift to other women, especially those that are up and coming. And what you learn in that, and I love that information as well. What you learn from that process is each and every person you work with and see all the, you're a lifelong learner. You see that learning changes everything we learn things that if we're lifelong learners we're always learning new things that we can share with our community and that's probably a goal of you is to be a lifelong learner and what you learned in the ups and downs as an entrepreneur now you're sharing with this community and then you're also learning from the community as well so each of you together are bringing together a a successful place building the tribe that you want right Absolutely. And I appreciate that you share that, Neil, because it's exactly what it is. It's understanding and having that awareness 
that uh, you do have to do this for the long term, for a lifelong, as a matter of fact. And as soon as every single person understands that, you approach this thing, uh, things differently and you get to be your own number one uh, motivating force for yourself. And that definitely shows up in your interactions and conversations with others. So thank you for sharing that, Neil. Doing this together. That's how we do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, I, you know, my, my business, my coaching business is called Everyday Being. And it's, you know, together we are not alone. And that's my tagline because it's so important, you know, when you, no matter what your challenges are, so many of us by default uh, try to do it by ourselves. And we're afraid to ask for help because we may feel vulnerable or we may, it may uh, make us feel like we're, we're weak asking for help. Um, or we may feel that somebody will kind of say, well, why would you want to do that? That's a dumb idea, right? Like kind of dismissing what your concerns are. Um, who do you go to as your mentors and who do you go to for support to help you when you're both in your personal life and in your professional life? I'm so glad that you shared that, Marissa, because one of the things that I'm discovering is that you do have to surround yourself with the right people and you have to understand that not everyone's going to want to see you win. And as you're developing yourself, you do have to separate yourself from certain people. And doesn't mean it's going to be forever. It's just until you can build that emotional muscle where it no longer affects you and everything just rubs right off of you. But while you're in that journey of strengthening that emotional um, you know, mindset, it's important that you surround yourself with those that do want to see you win. Keep your circle small, work in silence. And with time, you build that muscle and you can just approach everything with a nod and a smile, like I said. But in terms of your question, yes, I've had some incredible mentors that I've tapped into and always has to be someone that has walked the walk, talked the talk. You've seen them overcome their own challenges. You see them approaching things with such leadership and grace. Those are the mentors that I gravitate towards. I love that leadership, you know, I, I always say, because I'll meet with a client or, or colleagues and, and they say, well, I'm not a leader, right? And I think everyone in their own right is a leader. It doesn't matter what role you're playing uh, or, you know, what, what role you are in an organization or where you are in your business. We can all be leaders. We can all lead others. And, and like you said, you just have to be one or two steps ahead of the person that you're leading because now you've walked the walk, right? And, and that's so important. People don't realize that, um, you know, that that's all it takes, right? You don't have to walk, you know, miles and miles to be able to be a leader for someone. You just have to be a few steps ahead. Absolutely so let me ask nice. you um, about your business. You mentioned pivoting during the C word, right? <laughs> uh, you mentioned having to, you know, having to pivot a little bit, a lot of entrepreneurs or a lot of businesses shut down or decided to kind of quit. Um, what were some of the obstacles that you came across and how did you overcome them to give you that motivation to keep going? Well, it just comes down to being creative. And I wish more entrepreneurs and business owners were able to immediately just, um, for the most part, step back, have a helicopter view of what they've created and how they can change things for the better. Because we are, as entrepreneurs and business owners, 
at the forefront of these evolutionary changes because we do need it. And for me specifically, I was strictly offline before COVID. Pre-COVID, our events were strictly in person. And when that got shut down and I had scheduled events that one after the other were just getting shut down and I was, I'd be the first to admit, I didn't think this was going to go on for as long as it did. I honestly thought this was just a weekend thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, the two uh, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so two weeks at the very most. And um, I had to change everything about my business to strictly online. Zoom in away the day, day in and day out. And um, even the team creating these meetings via Zoom, that was very, very different for us. But um, I had an incredible team at the time and we all just got, just pretty much stepped up, made things happen and it was barely a hiccup and it was absolutely incredible. Also a blessing in disguise because we got to expand our reach by going the virtual world. So, but almost two years in and we are ready to get back to those in-person connections and do away with Zooms. So I'm excited for that because we are, we have been hosting live events and we have a big one coming up next month, which I'm very excited about. Where is that one at? Tell us about that event. Thank you. Yes. So next month, right as we close out Hispanic Heritage Month, which starts tomorrow, and as we kick off Entrepreneur Week, we will be hosting the seventh annual Entrepreneur Summit right here in New York at the TWA Hotel at JFK Airport, specifically because we understand that some people may not be comfortable going into New York City, which is where we always hosted the Entrepreneur Summit. And this year, our lucky seven, as I'm calling it, we are stepping away from uh, the middle of uh, Manhattan, and instead we will be right at JFK Airport for the classic TWA Hotel for those that want to come and join us from out of town. That's great. It'll be really uh, great to see people in person. I, you know, I, I do enjoy Zooms because you can have a further reach, but there's nothing better than in person. Absolutely. Right. That's what Absolutely. it's all about. Yeah. So uh, what is the, you work a lot with women entrepreneurs. What would you say that their biggest challenges are and what advice would you give them as someone Absolutely. who's starting now? Well, first is monetizing. I see that time and time again, as we launch a business, we and especially if we're stepping out from a corporate career, we want to replace that salary immediately. And it doesn't happen overnight. So it does require you to simplify the process immediately. Forget about the bells and whistles, like we think social media and a pretty website. These things don't necessarily have the income generating activities that we, we think they are. You have to get out there and create genuine connections and understand who your audience is and how can you serve them. That way you can immediately start building your business through service or, or through your, your brand, your products. So that has to happen immediately. And I would say for specifically the audience I serve, which is mostly Latina women, women of color, I think the greatest challenge is funding, having the right resources and tools and, and information where they can acquire more funding, where they can uh, really take their business to the next level. And again, that's why the business of We was created, create that space for these women. 
to uh, get the, these resources and listen to speakers and industry experts that provide that information. Well, I think it's wonderful. I love what you're doing. Women supporting women. That's what it's yes. all about. And, and there's more women such as yourself standing up these days and supporting other women. And uh, I, I'm excited to see it. I absolutely love what you're doing. Uh, where can people find you, Paulina? Wonderful. Well, of course, social media, which is where a lot of it is at. We can connect on, on uh, Business of We, so at Business of We, either on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and uh, additionally on our website, which I've shortened that to bizofwe, B-I-Z-O-F-W-E.com, where they can get more information about our events and um, everything we do. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. and. Uh, thank you again. Thank you for having me. It's been an honor and I am grateful for this conversation. Thanks again. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Women CEO in Reflection. To reach out to one of our guests, their contact is in the description of the show. Do you want a total mindset transformation? Apply to Mindset Warrior, the Art of Intentional Thinking, my personal coaching boot camp at IamAMindsetWarrior.com and schedule your call with me today. Thank you.